Hello everybody. Good evening. This is Dr. Rao Kulusu. I'm starting my usual room at 8 p.m. Central. Uh, usually we discuss on the stress and burnout, how we can uh, get some hacks from ancient wisdom uh, to really uh, <coughs> help my colleagues and also all the friends. Uh, I'm open now on the Clubhouse, Instagram and Wisdom app. I like Wisdom app uh, because they are really exploring some uh, serious stuff and uh, uh, longer discussions and simultaneous recording, uh, which is really good. Uh, so I'm kind of uh, hoping people will come and uh, uh, use the um, this uh, platform uh, to really discuss the things here. Here in Iowa, it's kind of chilly, uh, but um, I think people are preparing for the Christmas. And uh, as I present these programs, uh, people will be uh, encouraged to come up and ask me questions and involve and also um, <clears throat> be uh, participatory in the sense that you can contribute your own expertise on these kind of topics uh, and I would very much appreciate that if people can come up on the wisdom map also. Uh, I have my usual people coming up on the clubhouse and the clubhouse and also some friends uh, from the Instagram also will come up there. So we will uh, uh, gather them too. So this is not going to be a very informal discussion but I will be talking mostly in the beginning to uh, lay down what I'm trying to do. Uh, as you know, my name is Rahul Kulusu. I'm an MD in internal medicine, had a practice of 40 years, and uh, uh, also had a master's in biomedical informatics. I had informatics in 2008, like a 12 years experience. And I have been a practitioner of yoga for a long time now. Uh, people have been uh, uh, practicing with me for several years. I had a stress reduction program called stress management for executive tension uh, while we were implementing EMR and patients uh, uh, were benefited by our hard work but our doctors and nurses were burned out uh, even to go through the change that was a massive change so I started that program to help people to deal with the external difficulties with internal resilience and that uh, thing has taken off and uh, I've been using it to help my colleagues with burnout and also the stress for the IT professionals and company leaders. Uh, so it was a lot like a done uh, commercially. It was done more like a service as something of a hobby. And that has evolved into a company I just formed. It's called BAPAL. And then in this BAPAL company, I tried to combine fusion, fusion of the modern medicine and ancient wisdom. Um, apart from my MD degree and the informatics, this uh, uh, ancient wisdom has revealed so much as I was uh, uh, investigating and took active interest in that. You know, so that kind of uh, thing is always uh, interested me, and uh, somehow I was drawn to it. But the more I was looking at it, the more it was evident 
that uh, earlier generations were more healthy and robust, and then they tried very hard to maintain their health. Um, so I have want to introduce those systems to some of the modern colleagues and see whether they can get into those uh, kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, insights uh, using uh, for their health here and now in the modern age. So we're not going to go back and live there, but we are going to borrow some of the um, practices that they had, like being in the nature and being natural with oneself so that our daily diurnal rhythms are protected. And we have been uh, uh, paying attention to what is going on in our body and in our mind, and then help ourselves so that we don't uh, let some things go unnoticed or delay them to take uh, medical care earlier or uh, to really uh, see the habits that can be um, down the line very, very, very bad for our health. So recognition of uh, what is our family heritage, what are the genes, what are the diseases reflected in our family and be careful about them. Uh, and then um, adjust the lifestyle so, so that uh, we will be well. The whole thing here is I want to drive towards wellness-oriented health systems. Uh, bring along people who are really um, happy uh, and uh, joyful uh, in their living by uh, having the wellness. The way I define wellness is if you are strong in your physical body, flexible, and also have a lot of energy, that is a really strong body, which is very good. Along with that, you want to have an alert and oriented mind and really clear thought and not really bogged by overthinking and uh, really having a compassion and empathy to other people in our heart and thereby uh, being loving to them and also uh, really uh, having joy in life in whatever we do the jobs the relationships the uh, you know creative works we do all of that you know but are not only that but also having harmony with the people that we are working with or the families we have the loved ones we have all that you know so then only you are called really your wellness you know otherwise um, you are kind of illness in some quarter and then you don't want to pay attention to that and down the line it becomes a real problem you know uh, so in that vein i wanted to promote wellness oriented health system starting from the individual and going into the family and going into the society uh, around us and also uh, then the maybe national trends can be established by that you know some of these common sensical things are very evident to everybody, but uh, taking a scientific approach and taking an approach where you know, it can be incorporated into our busy lives and uh, also maybe change some things in our busy lives like a, you don't have to overthink all the time. And also these devices can augment your overthinking too. So that kind of thing uh, I wanted to present. So in that pain, I started a program. This is going to last 30 days or, or four weeks, let's say. Or maybe four weeks means uh, 20 days uh, uh, for the uh, actual program. Uh, I divide into four pillars uh, of food, activity, rest, 
and thought, right? Food I want to discuss starting today for five days and then on the weekdays at the same time, 8 p.m. Central and uh, uh, India 7.30 a.m. probably. Uh, yes, maybe 9 p.m. Okay. Uh, I will be coming on this uh, stream, simultaneously streamed and um, wisdom, Instagram, and also Clubhouse, you know. So uh, let me uh, start the program. Uh, today will be general discussion on the food. And also I will present some of the things I'm going to touch in the next four days also. Uh, because as a physician, I have seen uh, many problems related to the diet and uh, especially chronic diseases. Now, scientists and uh, nutritionists, everybody came to the conclusion most of our chronic diseases are because of the processed food. Okay, uh, so avoiding processed food, knowing processed food, how to identify, how to cut it down safely, how to um, do fasting, things like that. You know. Apart from that, um, I also want to present uh, uh, some different variety of diets, like a yogic diet, Ayurvedic diet, like a Mediterranean diet and vegetarian diet, uh, any number of issues are there, uh, but it is a mainly uh, panoramic view of uh, the food, food spectrum, and uh, we go from uh, basics to all the way details, and uh, people can also come and participate and uh, um, uh, provide their own commentary, their own uh, um, contribution will be much appreciated. Uh, with all that, uh, I'm going to start um, the program. Um, like I said, the food will be discussed for five days, and then um, then we will take up uh, exercise activity. That's the second week, and third week will be how to unwind, rest, and sleep. You know, uh, and then fourth week will be thought. That will be the most important one probably because I have done an information overload. Uh, you know, paper and also I have been uh, working on a lot of people who are burned out and mostly because of the information overload among the doctors and also not having a comprehensive resiliency program, you know, self-care. So I have devised a comprehensive self-care. Um, part of that will be presented in this uh, four weeks, okay. So uh, let me invite my friend Chitra is here, so see whether she wants to come up and say anything. So that is the. Uh, hi, Chitra. How are you? Hello, Dr. Rao. Yeah. I am excellent. How are you? Very good. Very good. What you're proposing for yeah. the next four weeks. Yeah, yeah. See, we're going to relaxedly, we can discuss. The main thing is, I want to make people to really look at this wellness in a different way and uh, really uh, work on their lifestyle. So, most of the discussion will be on non-invasive, uh, something like fundamental or anything, but more like a uh, non-chemical intervention, basically observing our lifestyles and see how they have evolved from ancients, how the ancients' lifestyles can be adopted uh, safely and uh, without really much trouble and how they would uh, use that uh, in their own um, daily life and maybe get benefited from it. Uh, if people are sick and having some problem, that's a different matter. But this is more like people who are healthy relatively, and then uh, they can protect their health. 
But if they are not, they can also reverse those things too by really going to the roots of their problems and then trying to attend to them apart from taking the water prescriptions, water medications that they are, are given by the by their own doctor. You know? So I'm not going to be medically treating anybody, but discuss philosophically where are we with food, where are we with exercise, sleep, and uh, how we are thinking on all that. You know? So we will talk about exercise, uh, then we will talk about yoga. And when it comes to thought, obviously I'm going to talk about how to keep the mind clean, with meditation. So today's topic is like Dr. a, yeah. Is it? Yeah, let me see. It says poor connection, try to find a, a stronger signal, but uh, <clears throat> hmm. I think that's better. That's better? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm speaking on the Wisdom app also, so that is on my iPhone. iPhone is better actually. I put it on the iPad. Is it better now, Chitra? Yes, yeah. much better. Yeah. It was showing a poor connection uh, right on the location, but I'm in the middle of uh, two iPads and one uh, iPhone, so I don't know. <laughs> Just take all of them too. Uh, they leave me alone, the family, and I'm doing these lessons, you know, the, are not lessons, like uh, these rooms where I participate in this. So I take them pretty serious. So uh, I want to do the fully, completely, you know. The, uh, anyway, Chitra, so that's what we have to do on the food. Let me start by saying one question. Are we eating to live or are we living to eat? That is a fundamental question. Right from the childhood, my brother and me, we had this discussion. So he was always like, a, uh, if we don't eat and enjoy, what's the purpose of living, you know? And I don't know, in first place I said, no, no, I just want to eat just to uh, live so that uh, I can do some things with my body and mind, you know? And that seemed to be a pretty big deal afterwards. I came to know that kind of thing really allows us to uh, be not psychologically uh, habituated to the food. You know, that can solve a lot of problems. Uh, so I was able to eat very well with a lot of people and, uh, uh, and then just uh, enjoy their company and all that. But it's not like a foodie foodie in the sense, you know. Uh, and what do you think, Chitra? I think that that's a really, really good question. Are we living to eat or are we eating to live? Yeah. It, 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 it could be very philosophical, yeah. but I think that we want to be a little more practical, right? Yes. I think, I think that um, are we living to eat? I think if we are living only to eat, yeah. then we are probably will not be well. I mean, the taste buds will be fantastic. Yeah. You know, I mean, we can, we can have all kinds of rich, 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 rich foods, right? And, and sample and do all kinds of combinations that are really interesting. Yeah. Um, but that isn't necessarily healthy. Yeah. You know, and so when we live to eat alone, 
sure, sure. No, I just mentioned that. Yeah, I, I just mentioned that just to put in context how these things can be psychological and then very difficult to stay away from that. And a lot of people, the Buddhist people, they add up all the other problems, arthritis, heart problems, diabetes, and all that down the line. And people are going through bypass surgery. Uh, for example, there is this uh, famous singer, S.P. Balasubramaniam. Uh, you know him, right? Uh, he is from India. No, 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 no. Our modern singer, S.P. Balasubramaniam, the South uh, uh, singer. Yeah, he's a very famous singer. He's uh, SPB, they call it. Uh, anyway, he was a very obese man. He neglected, uh, uh, they, and he was a foodie too. So he underwent uh, finally, uh, you know, bypass surgery for that. And then um, because of that, when he had the COVID, uh, and in, in the initial time he got it, there was no vaccine at the time. But he succumbed to that mainly because uh, he was obese at one time and also uh, that bypass causes so much problem. We found out a lot of about that later on, you know. Uh, but the thing is, uh, people neglect um, this aspect of it that they have to be moderate eating, but lots of times it is like a uh, replacement for the stress that they have and for the tensions that they may be feeling. It's like a... Um, you know, something psychologically they make subtly and that becomes a problem down the line. I've seen so many patients of mine who came and said, oh, we were always eating whenever I, I feel uh, um, upset. It's not that they are feeling hungry, they are eating, but they are upset and they are eating a lot of food, you know. And uh, so, so many complications. Yeah. And, and what you said earlier about Yeah. Yeah. When they when they clean their room, yeah. when they are angry, yeah. Here, oh, you were good. Here, let me give you some sort of a sweet. Yeah. And that that is that, that's like the beginning on yes. a psychological level. Yeah. Of, of, of problems. Yeah. You know, people think, oh, if I if I do good, then I will. Yeah. Treat, or or the, or if I am not happy, I will do something. I will give myself some sweet. Yes. So that I can be happy. Yeah. And, and what's interesting about that, and this is where Ayurveda really comes mm. into play. Exactly. Um, you know, Ayurveda. When when we do sweet, sweet has to happen. You know, we yes. need that. And there's glucose. We the cells need glucose. Yeah. That's not a problem. But oversweet is a yeah, problem. Exactly. But when we have, when we start kids off with sugar, yes. what happens is, is they get parasites. Yeah, yeah. They can't digest it. <laughs> yeah. And those parasites not only create problems with digestion, exactly. but they also affect the psychology. So some 
sometimes when we get older and we have realized, oh, I, I, I want meat. Mm. I, 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 I need to stop it. Yes. Who's the one that's talking back to you? <laughs> Lot of lot of this process would also the same thing too. And then you know the taste that we develop, like you're saying sweet tooth and all that, that is one of the most difficult to break. People can do a lot of things, but then they really miss the taste. And then there were some studies done in uh, uh, National Institute of Health. And among the studies, what they found was taste breaking, that uh, cycle of taste and psychology and then craving for food, that was the most difficult to break. So people have, after for so many other measures, uh, portions can be limited and then times of the meal can be limited. But the taste factor is something they could not. So I was teaching my patients how to cheat that, you know. For example, if you are a diabetic and uh, if you are a South Asian or Indian, um, rice is our staple diet, right? Here in America, my patients had white flour is their problem, you know. So in either case, yeah, 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 what it is, is I was always addressing them. Why don't you keep the what you like to the last so that you can end up with the, the taste satisfied, you know, but eat all the healthy things in the beginning of the meal like a fruit or a vegetable raw, and then um, uh, eat uh, whole grains and uh, vegetable curries or, or Indian diet. Otherwise, uh, Americans, I used to tell them vegetables uh, mixed with uh, some kind of uh, uh, pizza or whatever they make, you know, or a sandwich, you know, don't eat the uh, uh, buns of white, but maybe replace the wheat bread, things like that. And also cut down from eight slices to two slices like that. So I used to help them to cheat that, uh, uh, you know, taste at the end of the meal. So if you finish with the rice curry or rice uh, curry and plus uh, yogurt, uh, that's how our meal is done, right? And then uh, we are completely satisfied because you ate something you relish at the end of it, you know, that kind of diet thing. is. Otherwise, if you just uh, divide everything like a non-palatable uh, and they don't like it, you know, and they, most of the time they're kind of like a, uh, they resent that's the treatment for that. One guy told me one time, Doc, you're taking care of everything that I like. I like my beef, I like my, uh, you know, my bread, uh, I like my butter, I like my peanut butter and all this. Everything you're taking away, what do I have? So that's why you have to be inventive about dealing with the taste, you know. Anyway, it goes back to the question again. Are we eating to live or we are we living to eat? You know, that's kind of thing, you know. So uh, Ayurveda actually they kind of take the three gunas and then the uh, foods that have three gunas. Once you understand your own uh, uh, imbalance, then you can restore the balance by uh, taking these foods that have that can give you balance. Obviously, for that you have to consult an Ayurvedic practitioner. But then there is something like a, a lot of Americans are doing now. They are trying to understand what is prakriti, what is vikruti, what are the signs of that, 
what are the doshas that uh, are and they were taking quiz on their own to see what kind of combination of doshas they have uh, and then they will uh, use the foods that recommended for that uh, chopra chopra did a book uh, in that book he gives a quiz and if you answer the quiz you can determine what kind of doshas your body has and then yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's not, that's yeah. simple, yeah. Chopra is, is great, but, yeah. but when you take your own test about your own these process, your own preferences, yeah. by the way, for for those who are in the, in the, in the lounge, not, not speaking, practicing is the balance of, of doshas, mind, body, yeah. Mind body system, so there's three of them. Yeah. Um, and it happens at birth. And then after that, and what, what Ayurveda does with yeah. energy medicine, it, um, it tries to balance and to the appropriate levels of those. Yeah. And most, most of them are uh, lifestyle changes. Most of them are very nice uh, diet and exercise and how you think and all that you know uh, yeah, that, that's, that's 75 yeah I yeah Yeah. <laughs> 